Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a very special episode of Wasteland, an anime podcast. I am one of your hosts, Nathaniel Garofalo, and I'm joined, as always, on this very special and even more spooky episode than the last. Introduce yourself. Hey guys, it's Dom. You know me. You love me. Dom Esquivon <laughs> here. Uh, we're here to talk some uh, some crazy shit that uh, that I watched this week. I had a very specific set of um, uh, parameters on what I was watching and reading this week. It's mm-hmm. going to be a Death Note heavy um, episode up front. So spoilers ahead for all of you. We gave you guys fair warning that we we're going to be talking about this this week. Uh, yeah, man, I'm doing good, but I'm, I'm, I'm going through it a little bit as well. I'm feeling some type of way about, uh, about the way things ended for my boy Light Yagami. <clears throat> okay. I, yeah, so I'm very, I'm very excited to get into that. But of course, you know, uh, like I said, it's a very special episode, not only because this is the final episode of Spooktober and we have you know, a little something planned with last week. We sort of let uh, the past couple of weeks, we've been letting everyone know everyone in on the fact that Dom for the first time ever is watching death note for the first time. Um, one of the most popular anime ever, which and, by the way, I don't know if you've uh, seen, but Funimation, <laughs> they just, they're doing a watch along as well. So ah. pretty, I was ahead of it. I'm just, I don't know if they're following my Twitter feed or if they're listening to our podcast or what, but I think they right. decided to jump on the bandwagon after they saw the momentum. I think I got the numbers up when I mentioned that I was watching Death Note. Right. Uh, I gave it that that old uh, Wasteland bump. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, the moving. classic Wasteland bump. I, I think it's likely. Um, yeah, but, most likely. But anyways, we will be diving into, you know, so Dom just finished it for the first time. Along <clears throat> with that, we are going to be also discussing the special death note one shot that came out last year um which i'm very excited to get to as well Uh, but of course that sounds like it could be enough for a show in and of itself but of course you know you never know it might be who knows right but of course uh the main attraction we've uh, this feels like you know we're only on episode what nine i think yeah um yeah but you know, like we've said over the past nine episodes to the audience, this show for us has been quite a journey. And this feels like the first kind of milestone for for the podcast. For we have finally finished season one of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which of course means that we are done with Battle Tendency. This is the Battle Tendency finale. Very excited to talk about your thoughts about the finale and about Tennessee, how it ended uh where we're going the future thoughts everything Oof, but that i mean yeah i got plenty we'll, we'll we'll be talking about that good so that will be coming at the end of the show or the second half of the show rather um but first before we jump into death note and all that good stuff we will start it off really light like we do every week uh aside from any other <clears throat> aside from any anime or comics or manga or anything how's just life in general you got anything interesting going on oof uh, 
No. Uh, how's life in general? Dude, this week nice. it was brutal. Nice. Uh, I, th- I threw a chair. I threw a chair this week. Really? Yeah, in anger. So I got to work <clears throat> on some things. Uh, yeah. I had like a really stressful day at work. And I mean, fo- like I have a completely different job than uh, what you used to know me to do. I used to uh, work in retail and I was always like managing a department and whatnot. But now I I do something completely different and I'm at mm-hmm. a desk for a lot of the day and I'm right. answering calls and answering emails and also it there's just like all this shit coming at me and i couldn't get the help that i needed in the moment and i snapped and like i i was talking to someone on the phone and i just they weren't being of any help and i like slammed the phone down and i got up and i threw my chair across the room and uh this guy that works with me he looked at me and i go i'm a little pissed off right now and i just walked over and picked up the chair and he's like okay cool and uh like i got like I threw my chair and I picked it up and everything was cool after that and I worked it out. But I was just like, fuck, man, I haven't been that angry in like a very, very, very long time. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. I got to mm-hmm. I got to figure some shit out. But yeah, Def- that's yeah, that's what's going on with me. Yeah. Uh, well, sorry to hear that. It's rough. Yeah. I'm trying to think like it's been a while since like I get angry at things often. But yeah, it's been quite a long time since I really had like a chair throwing moment. I would say maybe like 2018 was like mm. the last I was like raging to, to, to those levels. But yeah, I feel like in terms of something like throwing a chair, like you said, if like <clears throat> certain people, I, I think it's forgivable. I feel like most normal people would forgive like a sudden burst of anger. If like right after you're like, like you said, it's like, all right. I, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I just had to get it out. I did it. I, I needed to do something. It felt very cathartic in the moment. And then it was it was kind of fucked up because I had a gift for my girlfriend in my backpack that I keep on my chair. So when I picked up my chair mm-hmm. and I threw it across the room, my backpack, of course, was on the chair. Mm. First thing I did, I was like, you idiot. There's a gift in there. So that was a part of why I instantly my anger subsided because it was instant um consequences to my actions like my chair is fine i picked it up it can't like lean back 100 percent of the way it's like 80 percent now but uh i opened my backpack and the gift was like slightly broken but luckily i was able to replace it with yeah no i was able to replace it it's all good um but no it was instant like okay you were angry so you threw your chair and because of that you broke something that you just paid for instant consequences to your outburst like so like as you know but some of the listeners might not know uh like many americans i went to therapy and i love therapy and mental health is a big part of who i am so just being able to like witness that moment and even though i wasn't able to stop myself in the moment from throwing the chair instantly i was able to recognize that my actions were not okay and i have to figure out like why i got to that point and how not to in the future so i guess like in some ways it was a good thing and a bad thing that it happened so Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know kind of a weird week but i'll take it yeah definitely um 
yeah, my week was, yeah, no, nothing to rage at really. But yeah, I mean, sort of like you were saying, like, <clears throat> I've, I, you know, am working in this kind of job scenario now where like I'm behind a computer all day, which I've never had a job like that before. It's like, yeah. it's, it feels weird to call it a desk job because it's, you know, I'm not like in an office or anything. I'm in this weird, right, like. Right editing studio that's like used to be like an artist's like a painter's studio so it's like a really weird thing and like the it's just like me in there most of the day and there's like no one around to really mess with me but so there's nothing really to rage at but it's just like i'm in this little kind of fun stressful box all day um mm. but today i was actually on a film shoot for a friend so oh nice it was um yeah it was cool um but can was, you talk about the project at all like is it anything uh i mean there's not much to say it's not like anything too exciting like i said it's just for a friend's short film so it's you know no one's getting paid it's just kind of a cool little short film sort of thing that's dope still man but uh, yeah to be a part of that good stuff I'm i'm happy for you man i'm really proud of you just so you know Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah I mean, sure. um, you know, we'll, we'll get you out on a film set one of these days. If, I feel oh, like... no, no, no. I'm not saying that like I'm not don't take that as me like fishing for anything at all. I'm just saying witnessing your growth and seeing mm -hmm. you do what you want to do and like just realizing it and like living it. I'm happy for you. That's like good shit. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, not, nothing too interesting going on. Well, have you been, um, aside from, I'm I assume the answer is you've just been finishing up Death Note, but do, is there any other anime or comics or anything that you've been reading or watching mm. since last week that you want to update everyone on? No, not really. I was actually thinking about dipping back into um, Saga, Oh. Uh, Brian K. Vaughn saga. Like I haven't I haven't thought about saga in like years. Well, yeah, it's just Is it still I, going? It's on a hiatus right now. It's been on hiatus since 2018. So oh, Jesus they, Christ. Well, yeah, they stopped at issue 54 and they've just been on hiatus since then. But I was listening to this podcast and they were sort of talking about uh book one and book two of saga. And this is all stuff that I've read. Like, I've read up to the current issue, but these are things that I had completely forgotten about. Like, they were bringing up a lot of characters and a lot of themes um, re revolving around the story that I had just, like, completely had escaped my mind. So I kind of just want to dip back into that and reread it only because, like, it's just a fun world to... Even though it's... They're it's this couple running for their lives and it's this war torn story of these, uh, star crossed lovers. It's still like a fun world to be a part of and to be in just because it's so, it's so different, but it's of course, a, not a satire, but it's holding up like this magnifying glass to what we are and what mm. we will become someday, you know? So I kind of want to sure. dip back into that just because of everything going on in the world and, I don't know. I just I love Brian K. Vaughn's writing, and I got a bug that I need to scratch for. Like, I don't want to necessarily read Why the Last Man, 
and I don't necessarily want to read Paper Girls, but I need something. And I think Saga's got that bite, so I'm gonna check sure. that out. I'm gonna dip back into that. <clears throat> yeah, um, yeah, like it's just like I had this thought that like I feel like I've thought about this before, but you bringing up Saga and Brian K. Vaughn reminded me, and it's like an interesting, weird juxtaposition to like, um, like because I've been really getting into manga over the past like year or two. Um, but like you are obviously like of everyone I know in my life, like you're like the comics guy, like, oh, you wow. know, I mean, you I know, appreciate that. I don't know anyone who knows more about or like reads more comics than you. So maybe you can like shed some insight on this to me, but like, I was never like big into comics. Like there was quite a while where like, I was really into like, like a long time ago, like really into like Brian K. Vaughn. Like, I, like I remember like one of the first comics that I was just head over heels for was why the last man, like you just brought up. Yeah. 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 And like, I, when I think back and like, when I remember that time when I read it, like that was the first time I was like, I read a, a, a thing and it just felt like a big thing, you know, like an accomplishment. Like mm-hmm. I, it was this whole story and I read the whole thing and, like, I can't even remember what year it was that, that I read that, but it was so long ago. And at some point, I remember that it was like, I th- thinking about it, and it was like 60 chapters. Mm. And, yeah. and and like, now, when I, with, the, with some of the manga I'm like reading and dealing with now, I'm like, man, <laughs> 60 chapters? Like, that's, that's not even, nothing. That's not even a full JoJo part. Like, it, it's so weird, like, thinking. I know back to it and i'm like and, and then you're telling me saga is like was what like 50 issues or something 50 it it's yeah it's halfway done it's at issue 54 so 108 <laughs> total is what they're shooting for yeah and like when i go on some of these like websites that i read manga on and i just kind of like glance at the bit you know you go on the front page and they're like here's all the big manga running right now like even stuff that like when i see stuff that's like in the 80s and 90s and i'm like oh that's that's a pretty that's er- a light read yeah yeah like that's like 80 <laughs> or 90 chapters like that's not bad like a couple uh episodes of our show ago when we were talking about demon slayer and i was saying that i kind of started reading the manga i'm like oh it's only 200 chapters like shit that's not bad you know and so yeah it's a weird thing because i mean i guess you think about like different superhero comics and like some of those i guess run for yeah you gotta think about like fucking all the all the classics they've been running in some shape or form since you know their their birth so you're talking 40 50 years for all those guys yeah i mean i mean but your point stands where last week i think you're I, i forget when but you're telling me like Mostly with manga, the creator stays on for the entirety of that run, which yeah, that's that's typically how it's done in like indie books and like like your Why the Last Man's and your Paper Girls and stuff, or uh, just where it's self-contained and you know like the story is going to go. It's got an endpoint, you know. Yeah, I wonder. Well, finish your thought. I have. Well, I was just saying it just doesn't really happen. I mean, it happens, but not very much with the big two companies, with Marvel and DC. Where I mean, you get these small stories in between, but you're not, you're never gonna get the end of Batman. You know? Yeah, 
definitely i yeah i guess the thought that i just had was like it'd be an interesting thing to like really analyze and study different like western series versus different like japanese series is like i i wonder if like you said just a second ago if like for brian k vaughn he's like i have this very specific th thing and i know exactly how it starts and exactly how it ends and to me that's like okay i can wrap my head around that like yeah you know it's only so long and blah 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 um and maybe just the culture of japanese comics manga is more of like you know all of these every manga i've read is like the same thing as a why the last man in terms of like the vision is very specific and the quality is there throughout the thing but maybe there's just more of a tendency or a culture to like we're just gonna keep going i think it's like, because we'll going. these characters they became bigger than the books you know they be, they put them on television and right on the radio instantly so like For in, in japan no no, no i'm saying in america like oh. on the western side of things that's why we can't let go of these characters like to the point where we keep telling the same stories or the same variations of the same stories right. for these sets of characters is because as soon as they debuted we we put them on lunchboxes like tell uh t-shirts everything we made them a part of our world and like i mean i don't really have to tell you about all the uh like drama like the comic world sees when you talk about maybe making Miles Morales the Spider-Man in a live action movie instead of Peter Parker for the 10th time. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. Like we have had over 10 Peter Parker Spider-Man like live action films. Right. But people were like rioting and boycotting Marvel when there were talks of Donald Glover possibly becoming Spider-Man. Right. Like yeah. we have these weird fixations on these characters and we won't let go of them for some reason, but I'm ready to, you know, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready to see these characters evolve and change. So I'm here for it. Yeah. I don't know. It's just such a, like, you know, I, I've never, I haven't been to Japan yet. And I, you know, <clears throat> my knowledge is only, you know, secondhand from all these different people who, you know, from what I see online and everything, but like, it's weird. Cause like with, in certain places in japan like places where it's like in tokyo where it's more like accepted to have you know like like you see like ads everywhere for these like anime like mobile games and all these different like spin like there's a million different games and movies and uh, it, when you when it comes to like manga properties become anime become marketed everywhere like you walk it there's like cafes devoted mm. to just single series and really so, so yeah like you look at stuff like that and you're like okay that's, i i can like dope. i can like start to I, I can like draw some parallels between that and maybe like how the west treats you know marvel properties or something but like it's still like it, it feels like a different thing from what you're talking about in terms of like um Oh, we latch onto these characters and we like riot when it's mm -hmm. P when it's not I, Peter Parker. But in Japan, it's like I don't know if it's that like people love specific characters, but maybe it's more of like a superhero thing because with Spider Man, it's like 
or you know like in japan it's like a character is just that character they're not necessarily a symbol of Mm -hmm. because peter parker is the spider-man symbol right and other people can take that role yeah yeah other other people can become batman potentially you know Right. But like with anime, it's like, oh, this character is, or most of the characters. Are there is a, only a specific, one Goku. Yeah, yeah, right. Like uh, all, you know, and yeah, exactly. Like maybe, maybe that's part of it where it's like, oh, we're, we're ride or die for this anime character, this manga character. But like they are the one, per- you can't have another one of that person because it's just a literal name. Yeah, it's not a mantle. Person. They are, yeah, that's the, th- well, that's the thing. In manga and everything, they're not mantles they're they are people even when you bring up uh or when let's talk uh my hero for a second a lot of the heroes in class 1a they didn't choose superhero names they it's some variation of their own name Mm -hmm. as their hero name because in manga i feel like they're not these aren't characters these are people they are they're not mantles to be passed down these are just stories of people whereas in the West here, it's very clear that these are heroes, you know? Over time, we've seen more personality and we've seen more humanity from them. But initially, it it was mostly like hero, you know? Mantle. Right, exactly. Well, I feel like this specific conversation that we're having right now about like superheroes and, and stuff like that, I feel like there's a pin to put in this. Oh yeah, for sure, yeah, we'll but- get back to this. Yeah, but specifically <clears throat> if soon, I think we'll revisit this. But that's mm. all I'll say. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I guess before we get to Death Note, um, unless you have anything else you're, you want to bring up that you're watching or reading, I have a few little things to touch on. Get uh, on it, broski. Again, not, a, not <laughs> too much to say, but with these like single chapters that come out, but it's just so exciting. Like this was the first time uh, a new Berserk chapter released. Uh, mm. You might remember and listeners might remember a few. You know that's many, on Crunchyroll, uh, right? That shitty part that yeah, you said is, yeah, yeah it's guys, yeah, it's on I, Crunchyroll. It's no, on HBO max. Nathaniel recommends it. Check no. it out. Definitely. He, definitely not. Please um, gauge uh, whatever like you expectations you have on Nathaniel versus Mm -hmm. uh, your own by Berserk. Definitely. Berserker. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, pretty crazy, uh, like just what we were talking about in terms of like length of things. The new Berserk chapter was chapter 362. Nice. Um, Nice. But yeah, it's, uh, I mean, there's really not much to say. I, I don't even know if anyone listening reads berserk has read berserk you haven't um but you know it was a really cool chapter really short unfortunately so remind me is this like a niche like anime or not anime but manga where not a lot of people are into it or is this something that's on the rise uh it's i mean it's been going since like 1990 i think well i know yeah you said no it's no i mean it's definitely not on the rise it's not like you know, it's just, it's one of those manga that's like just legendary status in the sense that it's been around forever. It's always been good. It's, and it, like tons of people respect it. I think a lot of people have read it, but it's it's not like 
demon slayer status it's not like um oh this is right. like the okay. hottest thing in japan right right, 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 right. It, yeah, it's just no hype for it. it's just like this <clears throat> old legendary manga that's like still going and it's still amazing and yeah so it's definitely not it's not like underground or anything it's just like it's out there okay okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um but yeah, I, I don't know. There, I, there's not really much to say if I don't. It, it's just it's so short. It sucks. Like mm. I, I'm not sure like the length of time between the like when I started reading Berserk from the beginning, the the issue that was out was the last issue until this issue. So there Damn. literally there literally hasn't been a new issue for like months and months i i don't even know when the last one was but it's like this new one came out and it took me like two minutes to read you know and and literally in like the chronological time of from the first page to the last page of the new chapter was probably like probably the time i took to read it like (laughs) it was literally like it's like we're waiting months for literally like two or three minutes a scene of, of of screen time and it's like oh my god like who knows when this when berserk will ever end it sounds like fucking torture man yeah it's crazy um but i don't know new berserk chapter really great stuff amazing artwork yeah your local barnes and noble that that's why it takes so fucking long the artwork is just insane but the only other thing that i need to just comment on before we move on and i know you're going to be excited to hear more about this Mm. but i don't know when i'll have another update on this maybe when it ends or something else, else crazy happens but i just have to say you know i've been keeping up with jojo and everything obviously for the for for this podcast but i am just head over fucking heels for rent a girlfriend it's so good <sighs> it is Here so go. it's so good so i completely caught up with the manga i finished it late last night well i didn't finish it still ongoing but i caught up late last night and like not like the last chapter i read but like the last little arc like it was more than a little dusty in the room i'll say that jesus it was it was a a sandstorm (laughs) like it was it like okay so when i first started talking about the show it's like yeah it's kind of this embarrassing like goofy romp like romantic goofy romantic comedy thing and that's what it kept being for a while but then like the main character Kazuya like he he's slowly like becoming this new person this better person and like thing it's just like it catches it it takes you off guard like you read week after week and you're laughing at the different stuff that's that's happening and all the interactions and then you have this great little like love story and on the sidelines and all of a sudden you're like like i was in like the last big arc that happened i'm like wait what the fuck is going on like this is actually like like it, it it's like veered into this like extremely sincere are you crying right now what are no, you doing no no i'm just no i'm not crying right now but it's like veered into this like incredibly sincere, very like, um, very um, earnest. Earnest, like, yeah, maybe earnest isn't the right word, but it's like, it's just this. Are there any it, sex scenes? 
Because um, listeners, no. we are a sex posy show. We want right. to promote sex positivity at all um, points. No, not really. Um, Good. Like, the main character, yeah, he he still hasn't. He's still a virgin, unfortunately. Oof. But he, yeah, I ain't I'll, reading about no incels. I'll tell you that right now. No, he. It's just. I don't know, man. Like, I don't want to just like sit here gushing about rent a girlfriend forever. But it, it's seriously like it's way more than. We can save that for the Patreon. Than just a um, it, it, it's evolved into something really um, beautiful, really beautiful and really profound. And the the last arc that really like skyrocketed it into this like different, like I, I'm not like um. I don't know. This is the first kind of like harem genre show I've ever watched. So like, I don't really have it, anything to compare it to. So I don't know if this is like unique and that this is just amazing mm. or if other shows like this are like way worse or like, I don't know. It just, it feels very special and I'm not only a sucker for like all the normal, like goofy stuff, but like everything that it's doing now and like where it's headed is like, I was not expecting it to be what it's become but yeah i finally caught up so like hopefully i can get back to some of this other stuff that i've been trying to read but it, it's just like manga is like so it just feels like so much easier to me than anime what do like, you mean how like so to consume i don't know i don't know what Why? it is like i guess i feel like like when you get a good anime on your hands like it's really easy to binge it and everything like that's how i was with jojo when i first watched it i, I just kind of like plowed through it all but that's nice you won't allow me to do that i'm watching two or three apps at a time so <clears throat> well um we're making history here with this podcast so oh touche um but like i don't know what it is about manga like i never pictured me really getting into manga in this way but like to me I feel like I can just move quicker and absorb the same amount of stuff. Cause like with rent a girlfriend, like I watched the first season and getting through that first season while I really liked the first season a lot, it felt like it took way longer than like once I transitioned to the manga, I'm like, okay, I'm just flying. And I feel like there's, I have agency cause I'm like flipping through the, scrolling through the pages and when you're watching something you just kind of have to sit there true you know what i mean and so i i guess i feel like like you know like do you ever like do you feel that when sometimes if you're watching something even if it's really good you kind of have that urge to pull out your phone and like look at something oh yeah all the time yeah yeah, yeah. but when i'm reading a comic every like my phone is down I'm usually listening to yeah. music or everything is completely quiet and I am focused on the comic and I am usually blown the fuck away. That's the only yeah. time I am it, not distracted. Yeah, exactly. And, and I feel like that's what, what it's like when you're re when I'm reading something really good that I'm, re that really has this hook. Okay. Yeah. So it just hits different. I feel it. it yeah. Okay. It, it's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like I have agency cause I'm controlling the pace at which I'm going and there, like there's no, there's no barrier, you know, like when Renter Girl season one ended, it's like, okay, I don't have to wait for anything. I just like hop right over and true. I'm true. there. I'm there. And that's how I felt with Demon Slayer too. Like when I finished season one, I'm like, 
I don't have to wait. Like, I'll just hop right over. And tell me, tell me, tell me. Um, You were compelled to continue going because it was so fire, correct? Which one? Demon Slayer. Because Um, it it was like a morbid curiosity. Morbid curiosity. This motherfucker. Okay. okay. I wanted wanted to see what happened on the goddamn train. So when everyone started talking about the movie, I I could have an opinion. Bro- what broke, did it what did it made broke all money? the fucking records it broke all the records it made money it made so much money Great. and as a capitalist nathaniel money is good it's the best it means that it is number one it's the best anime because it made all the money you know yeah, that that's true you know in your heart I, that's true yeah i know that's what our yeah, president no, believes that's what we believe true. that's true all right all right well We've been going for about half an hour. I, I I feel pretty good about this. Are you ready to get into Death Note? We'll talk about the show first, the anime, Oof. everything that happened, oh and then God. and we'll go piece by piece, however you want. I have some like notes laid out. I well, I have two things that I want to start out with, and then at the end, at some point, <clears> we'll get into the one shot. But so, I think first, before we get into all the heavy stuff, without getting into spoilers. Just give me your general breakdowns. How do you feel about the two main characters, Light Yagami and L. Lolliet? Wow, I never knew that his last name was Lolliet. Um, yeah. So his his name is L. Like oh, the, le- okay. the letter L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured when uh, we meet his successors later. Right. But I never uh, caught his name. Well, it, uh, it actually wasn't in the the anime. It was like in a separate thing. Ah. But yeah, I, I found out like after I watched it. But just an interesting okay. little tidbit. L's name is L. Lolliet. Um, L. Lolliet. Lolliet. L. A. W. L. I. E. T. Huh. All right. I'll have to check the pronunciation on that. Um. No. Um, what? Yeah. How, how, yeah. How, how are you? How? Just how are you? Yeah. Give me high level thoughts on these two characters and like. Oh you're... man. I think, okay. Uh, fucking light Yagami. First of all, I he is such a piece of shit. Um, I, he breaks my heart though because that. Uh, I can't really talk about the two of them without talking really about lights like last that last little stretch when he's running away it sort of broke my heart oh at, at like the very end yeah, yeah. uh it's sort of because it reminded me of how he had started of with the purest intentions and that's what they say you know the road to hell is paved with good intentions and at the start of it he was just this this brilliant little boy who thought that he was going to make the world a safer place and in doing so, he became this megalomaniac. But so L, on the other hand, I, he's such an enigma to me because what? He's just consumed by knowledge. He, he just wants to figure everything out. That's what I didn't understand about him is in that home that he like, were they raising him to figure out puzzles all the time? Or did he, was he just like this boy genius? Why? Why was that house devoted to, like, nurturing, gifted... Not that I mind, but, like, it seems so odd that Um, it was, was like, a farm for smart boys. Right. So, I mean, this is kind of, like... 
I can't necessarily be like the the shepherd I am with jo- with, okay. jo- with JoJo stuff. Like it's been so long since I saw Death Note, sure. and like I remember a lot of it, but and I do remember that, but I don't remember if there was like a specific. I mean, you just watched it, so yeah, you would know more than me like what the purpose of that was. But I mean, I- it was just his butler. Like L had a butler who was sort of like his Alfred to put it in Batman terms, yeah. but to cross. Uh, companies he also had a home of gifted youngsters like X-Men where it was just a house full of boys who were all smart as shit but it Mm -hmm. I mean it I don't know it seemed too convenient that L would have successors you know what I mean but of course like he had a backup plan because Light always had a backup plan yeah well okay well we'll get to that in a sec but i i think just like the like not the burning question but like the thing that what, i just who do i know, side with i mean it doesn't need to be as simple as that but it's just like i remember when i first watched death note i mean you probably remember this person there there was a person we used to work with together a long time ago who was like really into anime like more than i was at the time like i was first getting into it and this and she was like telling like she was like oh you should watch this you should watch this da 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 man i i do not know really i'm sorry yeah <laughs> okay what i got nothing well it, it, it was it was a mutual person we both used to work with and and she was like oh this and that and i was like I can't remember if like I just knew about Death Note or if she was like, "Oh, you should watch it." But like as I was watching it, we I would like check in with her and we'd sort of talk about it. And there's two things that she always said. And one we'll obviously get to at some point. But one of them was just that like and I feel like a lot of people are like this where it's just like Oh, light's just a piece of shit, and I hate light. And L is my boy forever, and mm. and what light did to L is unforgivable, and light nah. sucks. So do you, so. I just want to know, like, cause yeah, like, do I think light is a good person? No, no. But I personally love the shit out of light. I love his fucking Look, ways. Man. Look, I was bummed the fuck out when. I realized he did not have a way to get out of that shit. Yes. Yes, dude. Me too. Okay. So like what I'll say is just that it's like Matsudo, you stupid son of a bitch. Like when, okay, well let's just, let's just, there's so many like moments and scenes I want to talk about, but just in general, the like one of the biggest thrills of death note for me like thinking back to when i first watched it is just that like heroin injection of the Mm. moment where his plan yeah where he has that little smirk yeah like and and there's one there's one big scene i want or there's something else i want to get to in terms of a moment like that but yeah at the end when it's just i remember so vividly watching that and he's in that warehouse and there's like that moment where it's like the fake out where you think mm-hmm. he did it. And I'm like, I was, I, I, I was teetering on like a razor's yeah, edge of like, way. I'm like, there's, he's not going to right? but I'm like, please, I need, I just want him to get out of this last one. I want him to try. I was like, this is it. If he makes it out of this, there's no one else who is after him. 
Yeah. So he's set. And all I wanted was like for each one of them to just start dropping yeah. as his watch ticked, but it never fucking happened. Yeah, and it and two, it felt like like when it was clear that he had lost in the warehouse with Nier explaining his whole fucking plan, like it seemed like the plan that they used to defeat Light was like so absurd that I was like, Light should have gotten out of this. Like he should have been able to figure this out, but they just had the wackiest plan, like of all. Like I don't even remember what it was. It was some like double sided paper or something. Like they okay. So there's like four fucking fake notebooks floating yeah. around at one point, and Light, who was brilliant, he he. He fucking had a massive poker face, like this great poker face at the end, where Nier in uh, tells Light that he has been um, he's been, he's been duped. They have the true book. They have the true Death Note, and Light's like, I'm the only one who can really tell the true Death Note because I've been around all of death all of the Death Notes for the longest in the human world. What you think you, I mean, if you really think you have the Death Note, what you're going to have to do is write my name in it and we'll just see what happens. And he just starts walking away. And as he's walking away, he's pulling out the little piece of paper in his watch. Yeah. And he begins to write, I don't know whose name down. Maybe it's N. I, I, maybe you start with N, but who do you start? How many names would he have been able to write down? Either way, he starts writing them down. And um, I forget his name. I don't know if it's I. I know, I know a name is Matsudo, but I don't know if Matsudo is the one who shoots him, or yeah, if the, Matsudo I, I, is the partner that who called him God and everything. I forget. I forget the no, guy's name. I I think yeah. I think Matsudo was like kind of the shy guy who yeah, like him shooting light was like his big moment he, of. Yeah, he was sort of just like he was the dumb one throughout the he was the dumb young one throughout the entire thing who was sort of uh naive to he was the most naive and he believed in he actually believed in Kita for a little while and he was the most trusting of light and he loved right uh light's uh charisma and his charm but he like fired that shot off so fucking quick and just shot his shot lights Light's wrist, making him mm-hmm. uh, incapable to write the final death note until he starts to write it in blood, and then every like he just fires off like six more rounds, like ba 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 ba. Yeah. Ah. Uh. Yeah. I. Right. Well. So the like I was saying before with this this uh, coworker that we used to have, like, dude, so... who is this? I, like, can you give me a name or something? I'll, I'll tell you after. Jesus Christ. All right. Um, but so the, the other big thing, well, okay. So never, I'll, I'll get to that in a sec, but like just in terms of like, I, I think my favorite, at least that I can remember my favorite, like L succeeding moment or uh light succeeding moment was in the helicopter with L when they're like on the freeway. Hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? I mean, not specifically. Give me, give me a few more. Uh, all right. So it was like, 
it was at the end of the long period of L or of light not having the memory. Like he gave the ah uh, yes he gave Everything the de- he gave the death back. note away and they're like I, like I forget some of the context but it was like he didn't have any memory and like he's in the helicopter with L. Uh, they finally get their hands on the death note and one by one they start seeing the other god of death. Yeah, the Shinigami. The, yeah. the Shinigami on the on the freeway, and it finally gets into L's hands, and L sees it, and he like can't believe it. And then light from the, like light is just like in the background, and he's like, "Hey, let me see, let me see the the death note." And and in our mind, like as the notebook is being like transported from the cops over to the helicopter, like the Shinigami is like, "Light, did you plan this all along?" Like and the, like the most epic music is playing in the background, and like he finally touches it, and like all the memories like yeah, come crashing yeah. back, and then it's like. A moment of quiet and you're like wait did it work and then like l's like and then l's like huh i guess uh, that's kind of like he had a weird reaction just then and then it's just this like epic just spin around camera and he's like i've won yeah he's got his red eyes and his hair is all angled and he's just like that's it and and it was just like it was the biggest like release like moment of release because it's like we went for, I don't even remember how long of just, he's got no yeah. fucking memories. He's not yeah, like the he's light trapped that we in know. that. He's trapped in that cell, him and Misami. They're just fucking sitting there like dummies. And Mr. Uh, or fucking his dad, the uh, his father went out believing his son was innocent because he had the Shinigami eyes. Couldn't see, uh, you could see what 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 was it? You could see uh, if you could see someone's death date or something that meant that they didn't have ownership of a death note, or if you could see their name or something. Uh, yeah, it I was forget. it was something like that. Like all I remember was like, either way, his dad went out believing that he was innocent, right? And at yeah. the end, he called him a fool. It broke my goddamn heart. Man. Yeah. Um. But, I wanted to. I want. I did want him to see him get away, but yeah, he he did so many fucking people dirty, dude. I mean, that one reporter woman. Oof, lit her ass uh, up. Wait, the reporter. Wait, who? The one. The woman who was the second voice of Kita. Hmm. See, some of the stuff I just I, I don't re- remember. She was working in tandem with uh, the guy who believed L to be God. Mm, Right. Okay. Yeah. So he, Mello, um, kidnapped her in the truck, and Light uh, wrote that she committed suicide, and the whole thing burned up. Remember that? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess let's get into this. So this was the other big thing that going... So I had this knowledge going into Death Note before I had watched it all from this co-worker. I remember her specifically saying... Co-worker to, X, this co- mysterious co-wor- woman. Co-worker X. I'll tell you after this why I, why I won't say her name. But uh, so I remember... And I don't remember the exact episode number but i'll i'll get close and you'll know what i'm referring to i specifically remember her telling me 
oh yeah, Death Note's great, but stop watching after episode 20-something. She was like, just stop watching. It's not worth it. <laughs> and what she was referring to was L dying. That's fucked. Why? To her, yeah, in her dumb, fucked up mind. And I guess this is like a sentiment that some people believe is like, the show is just not worth watching after that, which is insane, I mean, which is insane <clears throat> to me. I don't, there's definitely something different. I'll, I'll say that. And yeah. I do miss the dynamic of L and Light, like going at it. But, uh, it was interesting to watch Light have to go against these new two these two new adversaries who were working they weren't working together. They were working from opposite factions, one using the law and the other using the underworld, you know, to come at Light. So it was it was interesting to see him have to 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 battle uh two two adversaries. It was great. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I did too. Um yeah, but yeah, I just think in general the the final little arc there with Nier and Mello is just I feel like it's kind of controversial. Like I feel like people don't really jive with it. But I I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I think that I, I feel like yeah, I, I feel like it might be intentional also, the like because it definitely makes you feel this kind of just this like weird kind of like melancholy like the last like arc because you're like what is it like lights just kind of going along like mm. you know and then at the end like you're saying when he's just sort of limping away yeah to die it's just like i don't know for me i felt this kind of like mel I was bummed melancholy like the whole like final yeah arc. i was, B I was between near and mel i'm like man like lights like it's it's not what it used to be like lights just so deep into this hole that yeah it's just i, I don't know it's a weird once feeling once in near started outing him like so vehemently to the rest of uh the task force or whatever i was just like god damn like light you really need to step it up you need to you need to figure out what this dude looks like and end him as quickly as possible because he was he was just flat out saying to Aizwa and the rest of everyone he was like yes uh light yagami is l and not only is he l but he's kira and uh the rules on this book are fake and he's a fucking liar and you guys have been uh helping this guy kill everyone for years he's been fooling you come work for me like he was calling L he was calling uh light out so much. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't understand how he didn't like just he kept his composure, but it was heartbreaking to watch uh, Misa on the train. In the final shots, like she's in her little gothic uh, like uh, dress nun dress with all the uh, black and uh, frills and everything. She's riding on the train, I assume, to Light's funeral. Mm, yeah. In the manga, do they ever, like, did you ever read the manga at all? Um, I've read bits and pieces. I know that the ending is, like, not that different, but I don't think, I, I think the ending's a little bit different in that it doesn't have, like, Light limping away, dying that way. Like, mm. I, f I feel like, I feel like they kind of like 
class that up a little bit to have this kind of like because didn't he like die leaning up against some vista he, uh, or something he no he fell resting on a set of stairs mm. yeah but there was kind of like sunlight cascading yeah 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 it was coming through the window yeah, yeah. i'm pretty sure the ending was a little bit more pathetic than that <laughs> I, I, of the manga. Damn. i can't i can't remember well, but well, primarily what I was wondering, and this can kind of transition us into the one shot, is did they ever name him as Kida, or did they just leave it ambiguous? Like, did is his death, was his death then out, outed, like, did that out his persona as Kida, or did they cover it up and say, like, the Kida case has been solved? Um, well, I don't. Well, I guess I wouldn't know because all the only information I have is the one shot. Mm, okay. Like I, I wasn't, I wasn't yeah. sure if they like had mentioned that. I mean, if there had been any I, uh, like there, interviews. There are or anything. like there are like movie like there are like several movies. I think I don't know if the Death Note author had anything to do with them, but I know that there's like additional material. I don't know if it's like considered canon or not mm, okay but i've never seen them um but gotcha. yeah i guess i mean like the only other thing we could that i sort of have in my notes from like the main anime is just like the specifics of like l's death like their final moments together like on the stick like the whole foot bath that was that very odd I didn't understand that. I mean, I think it was like some sort of religious symbolism or, or something like huh. that. I remember okay. reading about it at the time. Huh. But, um, I yeah, I don't know. Did you have any other thoughts just about well, his, his, I, the whole episode? I just want to know, like, with L and, like, what was the deal? Like, because it seemed as though L was, did he always just want to catch light period because it seemed as though he was also there's this kinship you know there's this uh familiarity between the two to the point where l sometimes thought of light as a true friend or was that just mm -hmm. him toying with light i think i mean i feel like everything from l to light was genuine hmm. like i feel like he wanted to know but i feel like his when he says said things like that like i feel like he was being genuine in terms of like how light felt i'm a little more oh, skeptical light's a fucking sociopath he didn't yeah. care about anyone that's 100 and yeah that's not a knock against light whatsoever uh, you can be a good character and a complete piece of shit, and Light was, but uh, yeah. L, I, I just wasn't sure like where his motivations were, like what it was that pushed him to try to get close to Light in that way, because he was constantly telling Light how much he cared about him and how much of a friend he was, but in in that L manner, that was a very measured and subdued and like sort of dead like dead voice just monotone to the point where like i mm -hmm. i couldn't tell like if there was sincerity or if it was all a ploy 
but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think, I mean, I could be wrong, but it was my sense that he was being genuine, I think. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, well, okay. I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about in terms of the anime or do you want to just sort of start to pepper in the, the one shot? Cause I'm, I'm very interested. I have, I have some high level thoughts on the one shot, but let's get in that one shot. Cause, uh, first of all, it was the first time reading manga. So yeah, how'd that I go? mean, that's a gateway He's... drug, bro. Yeah. Oh man. Oof. I got to tell you, uh, it hurt. It hurt my eyes to go backwards. Oh my God. Was not, was not a fan of that. JK, it went fine. Yeah, uh, and, and that's how reading every single manga is. It's exactly. I doubt right. it. I'm not gonna take the chance. Uh, right. This this first time was okay, and we're just gonna leave it at that. All right. I'm not this, gonna go tempting fate, America. We're just gonna have you dip in a few toes every now and again, and, when necessary. When necessary. And, yeah, when necessary, and then sooner. Uh, before you know it, you're going to be three arcs deep into Berserk. God, I hope not. Because, I mean, if it's anything like the anime, which is available on Crunchyroll, no. um, HBO Max, I mean, literally no. anywhere you can find your no. anime, check it out, folks. Uh, it's trash. Nathaniel um, loves it, though. Right. Um, but yeah, the one shot. So, I mean, do you want to hear my sort of yeah well give it to me or? yeah yeah because i we've never talked about your thoughts on death note period so sure. let me know like your whole vibe with the one shot and overall how fans um consumed it and interpreted it because i mean i'm just coming into this fandom so i really don't know much like how people have perceived any of it yeah so in terms of how people perceive it i remember like i read it like right when it dropped pretty much or like right after so i remember kind of like the social media frenzy around it so i can speak to that in a second but in terms of my high level thoughts i really think it's i i mean i i really love it i think it's pretty special i feel like it's i i, I get the sense that it's 100 percent more of a political or not a political but like a satire uh, a, a social commentary sort of satire mm. rather than like ooh, i really want to come back and make more death note like i feel like i feel like the author was like i want to just go all out and tell an insane political satire social commentary story using death note as yeah using this universe using this as a jumping point and i think like yeah when i heard that there was a one shot and people were like oh it's it's great you gotta you know right when it dropped i was like okay cool like i had no idea what it was going to be at all and like from pretty early on and we'll get into the specifics of what happens but pretty early on i was like oh okay i, I think i see like that this is him just sort of going off like being like like it was pretty outrageous i thought in like the best way possible but i really liked it what 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 do you think no i i enjoyed it a lot um i love the main character uh tanaka was his name i think yeah Min minoru tanaka yeah um i love the character design and his yeah. his whole vibe 
he was so, uh, he was very different from Light, and I wasn't really sure what to expect from him, but his just he ah oh, man I can't really talk about. Can we get are we spoiling this one too? Yeah. Like his, yeah yeah okay. Um well it broke my heart the fact that he didn't succeed, but it was I mean, he did in a way though yeah right? but yeah yeah no no everyone else gets that money everyone else is happy in his world which is yeah. amazing he did that but then he died ah, and he didn't what what fucks with me is like they made that rule after the deal was in place yeah i feel like okay you give it you give it to trump you know mm-hmm. he dies maybe i don't know hey hey, hey i don't know yeah, and I, uh, and he let Tanaka live. That's all yeah, I'm saying. I feel like in that sense, it was like more of a device of like giving. <laughs> I mean, for one, it's hilarious to think that Donald Trump is a canonical yeah. Death Note character. That's yeah. But oh. I I feel like that rule being added in was more of like uh, a device to pose to Trump as like a hey. You can be selfless and die. True. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got it. I just, uh, it broke my heart. Oh, yeah. I thought it was was fucking unfair, man. I just wanted my boy to live. Yeah. But I mean, it's also just, I just love what I love about it in as a whole is just that, you know, it's pretty, it's a pretty, you know, it's like 80 something pages. It's, it's a pretty good size. But like, you compare this one shot to the original Death Note. And it's like the original Death Note was this like intricate web of just chaos that <laughs> that light yeah. spun, and this was like it's a pretty straightforward scheme. Yeah, and 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 it's just hilarious that near at some point, like he tries to yeah. solve it, but <laughs> at some point he's like, I can't, like, we yeah, lost. no, he's got like, me beat. <laughs> we lost, and it was just it, he doesn't even try. Yeah, but yeah, man, I mean, like early on, just from that first like reveal of what it was going to be of that line when he's like, I'm going to sell the death note. It's like, Oh shit. Yeah. And the fact that like this 13 year old kid came up with that in a couple hours, like he just thought about that to himself. He's just chilling in his room. Shinigami, uh, pops up, tells him about the death note. And he, he, he sits there for a couple hours and is like, okay, come back in two years. Yeah. And like, which, which makes me think, like, okay, so did he, was he thinking to himself, in two years' time, I will have a bank account by then? Um, like, that's the only reason I can assume he told the Shinigami to come back in two yeah, years. Yeah, what if he, like, or yeah, what if he had it and then, like, canceled it? Like, in Oh, because he years? forgot? Because he forgot, yeah. Well, no, what I mean is, like, maybe when you're 14... In uh, in Japan is when you're set up with your own bank account. Oh, He's sure. 13 now, so I don't know. Maybe like that was just yeah, a hmm. yeah. I don't know, but yeah. I mean, like I I do I do really like uh, him as a character, and yeah, his design is really cool. But yeah, yeah. Those he's got that hairdo, and that like track jacket. Yeah, it's that BTS flop flop yeah uh, floppy hair. <laughs> but um, love it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just hilarious that he's literally just, like, in most of the panels he's in, he's just chilling. Yeah, like, he's on his phone, just not even uh, paying attention, just scrolling through Twitter, 
Uh, he's got his earbuds in, just vibing. Yeah. And yeah. and Nier is like building a 3D model of a Shinigami to do facial recognition to try to catch him. And then he's like, ah, fuck it. And blows up the whole thing. He's like, there's no point. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. I mean, I don't I, I, Yeah, I don't know what else to say necessarily. It was just. It was beautiful. It was a good story. It was really yeah. funny. Uh, it, it was a fun read. I enjoyed it. I, I mean, I tore through it. I read it this morning uh, right after I finished uh, the series. Uh, yeah. So just good shit, man. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. It just felt it felt like the most bold thing he could have done. And, and I loved it. Like he could have come back and told just sort yeah. of a more. You know, he could have told Death Note Part 2 in like a shorter way. But like this and, was he sort of sets you up to think that he might with the Shinigami, right. uh, like saying all that he says, like, I need to find someone as brilliant as light. And with yeah. the, uh, the misdirect for the IQ test scores and all that shit. And you think you're about to get like this, this whiz kid and you kind of do, but he's like a little different. Yeah. He's like a total different kind of whiz kid. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause like in terms of light story, he's, embarking on this like incredibly ambitious mission to like end all to suffering purify the world and evil and because of that he just leaves this trail of destruction behind him and it's this total mess but then this other yeah. this other guy is like well i can use the death note in a way to basically he, like manifest universal basic income in japan like shit man and yeah it, it yeah i mean it's i yeah i mean it just felt so like it just felt so refreshing like I, I can't think of like i can't really think of another property where like there was something and it was great and it finished and then the creator just came back at one point and was like yeah here's, this here's totally a little bit more. outrageous like experimental kind of like take on what on the universe came before on this universe like it just felt like a totally unique super cool thing that i i really loved yeah yeah i very much enjoyed it and i appreciate you uh linking me the manga because uh mm. yeah man that shit was uh it was a fun little read and i'm yeah. gonna pass it on to my girlfriend um unfortunately she wasn't able to finish the series with me mm. but she's we're gonna check it out tomorrow i'm gonna rewatch it with her and uh i couldn't stop talking about the manga after she woke up like the one shot i was like nice you have to read this it is so good so, yeah um yeah like like and it was cool too when they released like when it dropped like it was like the link i sent you was i think the original link that dropped for free for everyone nice um but yeah like the one thing that i do remember like after it was released like all the buzz around it was like everyone was like simping hard for Tanaka. <laughs> like how could you not? I I know like it, I get it, but like I, I just remember so many people on Twitter were like, "Light's trash." Like light is absolute <laughs> trash compared to Tanaka, and everyone was like, "Chill." It was like eighty pages, and true, light true, was true. like a. I mean, yeah. it was eighty pages, and he did exactly what he needed to do in those eighty. Oh he? yeah, no, he he was much more efficient with yeah with his use of the death note fuck he's i mean he still got got though i mean Ryuk. yeah fuck 
Yeah, Ryuk was kind of a bitch on. Well, he didn't really have a choice, I guess. I know the king, the king of the Shinigami made a new rule, but he could have been like, let it go into effect because my guy Tanaki, he's down there stacking paper. You know what I mean? Like, fuck, he helped everyone. Oh man. Yeah. But do you think? Uh, I wonder if Nier would then assume that the young boy who just dropped dead of a heart attack retrieving money out of an ATM was, you know, the new Akita. I he could have, but I guess what's the? I know, I know. Oh man. Yeah, sad tale. Yeah. Well, is there anything? Are there any last thoughts you need to get off your chest about Death Note? Because we're putting it in the pantheon. We can never discuss it again. If there is a poster floating around out there of the one shot uh, cover. You can you can grab that for me. You can gift that to me. I'll uh, put it in a nice frame and I'll hang it on my wall somewhere because that cool. shit is dope. Yeah. So yeah, Nathaniel, I'm putting that to you or any listener oh, out there who uh, is in the world and you know just wants to get me a nice thing. That'd yeah. Be well, cool. I mean, we're about to wrap up our first big holiday as Wasteland, an anime podcast. So you know, Christmas is right around the corner. You never know; might be in your stocking. Oof. I didn't know we were going to be talking about Christmas. Uh, oh, we can skip Christmas this year. I, I would. Well, we're non secular. We're non secular podcast. We'll we'll talk about that later. Right. Well, I mean, sorry. Uh, the winter solstice. Solstice. Yeah. yeah. Um, or Festivus. Dude, do you want to do a Festivus podcast? Sure. I got some grievances. Okay. All right. All right. Well. That leaves only one thing to be discussed. The the moment you've all been waiting for. We've all been waiting on bated breath. For Here little, we go. For a little over an hour. Everyone, what I think is maybe not irrelevant, but we'll get to what I think and my thoughts. But the final, the penultimate episode and the finale of season one of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Battle tendency. We are. I'm promising you. We are through the thick of it. Um, <clears throat> we are on to what I truly believe are brighter pastures. But that being said, how do you feel? High level thoughts about episode 25, the birth of a super being, and episode 26, the ascendant one. A battle Man. tendency. Ah, uh, weak sauce. It was, uh, it, it just left me, it left me wanting more, man. It wasn't enough. Like, you tell me that this is Cars, what, his ultimate form, super being, or what was his name or some shit? Ultimate He's got cars. a, sp- ultimate Cars. First move, pops a squirrel out of his hand. Shoots that squirrel. He was just making sure, he was making gut. sure all the, all like the, that rabid, that rabid squirrel looked nuts, uh, pun and all that shit. It looked crazy, sure, but uh, I don't know, man. No, the the he hops in a plane. Uh, I took like two notes, and uh, I watched these episodes like four or five times. That's four or five pro- times. That's your problem. I don't. I would never want to watch these episodes four or five times. There's nothing I, I in needed, me that would ever. I want needed to watch more these notes. Before. I needed to dig. I was trying to find 
some right. meat on these on these scaly ass bones, Nathaniel. These, hey, these are slim. This is slim pickings. I thought I mean, this was gonna be like a 19-hour podcast. Okay. Uh, look, well, I'm hyped. I'm hyped for what's coming next. Okay. Well, we okay. Well, then maybe that'll be the meat of it. We'll save. We'll save that for the end. Let's just try to slowly and painfully make our way. <laughs> make our way. Whoa, whoa. Okay. Here's the first painful. thing I'll whoa, say. Here's the first hey. thing I'll say. Is that look? I don't necessarily disagree about the, the the fight in general being like okay it's it's lackluster it is, it is what it is okay but what i will say is on some level i'll defend it in the sense that they i mean i think that they do try and establish that cars is the ultimate life form there's literally no earthly way to defeat him so in some sense it's like what is joseph yeah what do? else Just is hit he him gonna with do? Hum? so you know that's kind of like in one sense, that's fair, but on the other sense, it is kind of boring because, okay, yeah, I ex- because I we have a character he's... that can't, we he yeah, can't yeah. physically meet the prota- er, the antagonist. He can't match him, yeah. so it's just it's a lopsided. I battle. know, I know, I know, I know. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I took notes, but there's really. I mean, really I would love to, to. No, let's dig through them. I would love. My whole thing is there. Look, man, I know it's battle tendency. I know it's phantom blood. I know. I got it. But, but, I I just need a little bit more. So, if I'm critiquing it, that's why. I I agree. I need more, too. Like, I'm just, it's. So, I'm happy to hear that there is more coming. But as of right now, as of what I've seen, not feeling it. This This JoJo, I mean. Joseph I, Joestar, he, I, I, I do love him for his own reasons. He's, he's a good man. To liken him to a comic book uh, superhero like I normally do, uh, he's, he's the booster gold of the Joestars. If, if Jonathan is Superman, JoJo is booster gold. You know, he's, he's a scoundrel. He, he, he's boastful. Um, he's scheming and conniving. But at the end of it, he's got a heart of gold. I can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. What I can't um, appreciate, Nathaniel, what I cannot appreciate, what? what is the lack of stakes along the way, man. You know, it's, it didn't feel like enough. We only had, I know we only had 15 or 16 episodes to establish, but you have such, you have such a high peak to climb with these pillar men what no yeah i it's just i you know i I, for the audience i don't want to like beat a a dead uh Mm. beat a dead drum every single episode but it's like Mm. i feel the need to just i like i'm so happy that we get to you know we're we're in different positions here with with this show that we're doing this podcast and with going through jojo like i'm so thrilled that we get to come in every week and like talk about uh jojo's bizarre adventure together and i get to be there along the way for you i feel like i'm really benefiting from this and mm. you're kind of getting uh the short end of the Scraps. stick here where yeah, you, yeah where you kind of have like to too. i feel like it's gonna be a long payoff for you but 
I think it I, I think it will be great when it's all said and done. But it's just like if it's me, not, can I end our friendship? Sure. Okay. Cool. Um but you know, yeah, like fortunately for me, I coming into JoJo, it's like I'm I was getting drip fed the information that I'm kind of dripping to you along the way where it's like when I was getting into JoJo, I knew from the get-go that people were like, okay, you know, Phantom Blood, Battle Tennessee, you just got to get through it, but there's so many cool things to come. And so that I had that information in the back of my head. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to like power through and like get to the good stuff, right? And so okay, that's, that's, how, that's how my experience went. And I get that this is a totally different experience for you. And for that, I am sorry, but... This is this this kind of thing only happens once. You can only watch a show one time, you know, like Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel so I feel so And believe know, me, I will only watch Phantom Blood and Battle Tendency. Well, I mean, I've watched these episodes like four or five times. Yeah. But and, after and that, this, that, I will and, only have watched them that that's it. No mas. Yeah, And honestly, like I think I can speak pretty confidently here. Like now that we finished this. And I'm never going to do another podcast with someone else where we watch through JoJo again. Like, I would be surprised if I ever revisit Phantom Blood or Battle Tendency ever again in my life. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I can't see, unless I'm watching it with my son someday, like in the future, you know, like, I, I can't. You got like, a I have, kid now? I, huh? Are you having a kid? What's going on? You know, no, I, I'm just saying like my hypothetical Oof. kid, like my lineage, you know, I'll be like, let's watch gotcha. this show about, uh, but you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, the, I, I, I've never had a desire to like really revisit Phantom Blood or Battle Tendency. Like, it's just not something that interests me. And like, we'll, maybe we'll talk about it at some point, but I linked you a couple yeah. jo Jojo think piece videos and it's like, <clears throat> And I think those videos are really good and it's from, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it more later, but it's from a pretty big JoJo YouTuber and like, but when you go online, like there's a huge community of JoJo YouTubers making incredible uh, JoJo content, like all these different think pieces and video essays and stuff, but like a fraction of them are about Phantom Blood and Battle Tendency. Like I just, there's generally not that okay. much to well, say. Okay, okay. I begged you, keep in mind, when you told me about this show and you're like, oh, we just got to get through Phantom Blood, I begged you to skip it. I was like, can't we just start where it gets uh, good? We, and you I, told me no. Because I can't be that guy. This is a big, this is a very contentious thing in the JoJo sphere community or surrounding community, people getting into it. Like there is a fearsome there's a fierce and fiery debate around whether part skipping in jojo is acceptable or not and i feel that while i grant that phantom blood and battle tendency are not the most rewarding experiences I couldn't imagine just waltzing into part three without at least the preamble of what came before it like i i feel like it's and only... once again i feel like that could have been summed up in a no. good five minute video like a good five minute bumper right before 
I don't like think he, I can. I, be, I don't think so. I don't think so necessarily because dude, I was caught up on George Joestar and Lisa Lisa's uh, whole thing in thirty seconds. You're telling me I couldn't understand who Jonathan and Dio were in thirty seconds? May I mean you could get some idea, but I think like I mean think about it in these terms. Like, look. You could watch a video and someone could be like, oh, yeah, and there's this cool guy named Speedwagon. But are you really going to feel anything for Speedwagon if some guy just says, yeah, there's this cool guy named Speedwagon? He's like Joe Bro. No, but honestly, he's the only one at this point that I really give a shit about. And now he's dead. That's well, okay. he will get to that. But I mean, he died peacefully. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, uh. Though, like, even through Phantom Blood and Battle Tendency, like, sure, Caesar was cool. Caesar was cool, but I didn't give a fuck about him like I gave a fuck about Speedwagon. Yeah, Caesar's not that great. Okay, that's fine. I agree with you. Um, And and now Smokey, what? Smokey's a goddamn mayor? Yeah, first mayor. First black mayor. First black mayor in Georgia, I guess that's something. Okay, um... Great. Now that your fit is over with, do you want to get my fit? <laughs> All right. Let, let's get into some n- really comprehensive notes here. All right. First note. Fuck it, Squirrel Hand. We already talked about it. Uh, let's yeah. move on. Um, How did Von Strohan get in that goddamn plane? How did he get up there? He sprinted with super bionic legs and jumped mm. with super bionic legs and gripped it with his super... Nazi grip pinch <laughs> abilities. I don't fucking know, man. He's there. He's on the fucking plane. I Fair don't enough. goddamn know. I don't have a lot of answers for what happened in this episode. Uh, the, the, the thing I don't have the answer for the most is maybe... Well, two things. The first thing is... How did Joseph get into the plane as it was flying up did he jump down start the plane and then rev it up or was it it seemed like it was already in motion when he jumped off I don't know I I would like this Iraqi guy we need I would love a press conference I want him to answer some questions because uh, Cars' little shell suit that he made with the air bubbles oh that makes perfect sense oh yeah the science checks out there yeah, you're I right. mean, there, you're right. there's a lot of. Uh, I'll have to look into if there's a part two one, but there's a lot of JoJo videos of like solving all the plot holes in this part, huh. you know, kind of thing where they like talk about all the most contentious things. But, um, man, what did I write? Oh, I, I wrote. Uh, I, I thought I wrote Speedwagon. Not much of an optimist. Like he was a real downer in the. In the penultimate episode, he was like, there's nothing we can fucking do. Let's just give up. Well, in with all due respect, sure. at this point, Speedwagon seen nothing but uh, JoJo or Joe Stars die. Yeah. So, I mean, history's on his side here, you know? Yeah. He probably, he's like, all right, I got to dust my black suit off again. Yeah, that's fair. And um, he, he does indeed. He does. Well, we'll get to that. Um, Let's get to it. Stroheim. What did I... I wrote Stroheim feels guilt. Oh, yeah. I guess I just wrote Stroheim feels guilt about, like, responsible... <clears throat> Not being able to blast for, him. ...for cars. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the jo- Joseph, 
Joseph running away makes its triumphant return. Yeah, um, that was a cool little callback. Yeah, uh, there wasn't... Uh, whatever. So, I, so here's what I wish I would have seen more of. Just, okay. uh, like, you know how you said earlier, like, JoJo, he's like one of those video game characters where he just sort of always has a weapon. I would have wished... Mm -hmm. I would have liked to have seen him use more uh, firearms. And I'm not that guy. But I remember watching that first fight he had with Straitso. Right. Where he just started blasting him away with the Tommy gun through the grenades. I was like, that's that was cool. That was funny. That was unexpected. Um, I would have liked... And sure, yeah. Drop a plane on uh, cars into some lava. That's next level shit. But I don't know. I just would It would have been cool if uh, Stroheim, he could have... You know, at the end where he's walking away and all those things jut out of his like back all those guns and everything if we could have seen some of that yeah sure it, it kind of felt like <clears throat> joseph could have had like like a revolver on his hip or something yeah I, just, it, it would have been cool to see a little bit more of a battle before he hops in the plane and just starts running away because then it's just yeah it's just uh cars flying after jojo for like five minutes yeah do you think that uh, the Dark Knight Rises ending took a page out of this Battle Tennessee ending, you know, in terms of Batman Dude. just sort of flying away uh, in an airplane. Oh, yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. I've seen The Dark Knight Rises twice. I've only seen it what? once. Really? Yeah, I barely remember it, but that's more than... Uh, I mean, I guess you remembered a little bit more than me, but yeah, I do remember that now. He flew away with that bomb. Fuck, I hate that movie. Um, yeah, that's why I only saw it once. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that, that's what I thought of when he was flying away. I'm like, hmm. I thought of Star Wars when he got his arm chopped off. Oh, well, yeah, sure. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess we could talk about that I, I mean yeah joseph lost his arm uh, which, which was, was dope yeah it's it was good to see that he didn't make it out fully unscathed you know yeah but that's why i felt like it was star warsy because it kind of felt cheap because that's some shit that lucas did is he mm -hmm. cut uh that bitch's uh that bitch luke's uh hand off in one of those movies and i don't know it kind of felt like it it happened at the very end. You're like, bam. Okay, there, there it is. Your hero is hurt. He, he's now scarred forever. He's paid a price. Yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of an interesting thing too, because like when you think <clears throat> about, like, it's not just Star Wars. Like, so many stories have characters losing a limb. I think and, it's just Star Wars. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the only movie with a character losing a hand. Uh, we can do a little research on that, but yeah, I'm pretty. Just move on. You were saying? Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, generally, whether it's just Star Wars or more than Star Wars, like, it does feel like, like, uh, I, I feel like it's always going to be effective. Like, when you see a character, like, lose a limb, it's like, oh, shit. But in every story that does that, it's like, okay, if they lose a leg, they just get an artificial leg. If they <laughs> lose an arm, they just yeah. get an artificial arm. It's like nothing really changed. You just and Stroheim kinda... is... Uh, across the way on a lava crater like with a metal torso a bionic half a bionic head yeah exactly. you know so we know that any 
any problems will be fixed. Yeah. Um, because, what, in the year 1938, we had that. Right. Um, but yeah, I guess he... Uh, scrolling through them notes. I'm it took a lot through, of notes. Scrolling through my notes. Um, Jesus, why, why, why'd you take so many notes for such a shit, shit oh, episode, Nathaniel? Come on, come on. Um, <laughs> but, oh, well, yeah. So, I mean, before that happened, I did write that, you know, whether he's a Nazi or not, I feel like Strawheim's a real one for, like, blasting out his legs to save mm, Joseph yes. when they, like, landed. Uh, it would have been cool if he had, like, tank legs or something. If they were, like, falling down yeah. and his legs broke, but they, like, transformed into, like, some tank legs. I would have loved to see Tank von Stroheim. Oof. Yeah. I feel like Stroheim for, like, once he came back as a as a half Bionicle, half Inspector Gadget, like... He he basically just like shows up for one fight and just gets cut in half and then he's like okay I'll go reset and I'll come back later and he yeah. just comes back just to get cut in half again like that's just his whole God thing. but I want so, what what go ahead well I was just gonna say like I want to know like how he actually died like how is it possible that he died I think he you'd have to like destroy his brain right you'd have to I, rip that apart I I suppose so I mean just blow him to bits. Be, but even so, because ACDC was inside of him and exploded his entire body, right? Yeah. Uh, German well, science, though. Know. You know what? Maybe they were at the point where they were just like, look, let's not put him. Maybe he was so annoying that they just decided not to fuck with him anymore. Sure. I could see that happening. Um, well, so here, here's one interesting note I wrote um, or thing that I thought of was. I, I said that I wonder if cars in terms of him like evolving his body and like being able to grow wings and being able to like make this shell and do these air pockets and whatever the hell he's doing like is that like him just relying on pure instinct of what's now available to his body or is this like actual knowledge that he holds you know what I mean like does he have knowledge of how uh armadillo shells transform or or is it or is it just like oh it's a part of his body so it's just pure instinct you know what i mean i think it's pure instinct Hmm. i think the stone mask like once it fuses with your body it imbues like all the knowledge of the world in you Hmm. yeah it didn't Um, say in the manga or anything it didn't give you any more details uh, I kind of like skimmed through it. You son of a bitch. You have um, one job, and yeah. that is to do research for this show, to cut I, videos together, to I, edit this show, and to post it. That's it. That's true. And, and you couldn't figure this out. Well, I apologize. I'll try better. Try better. Next time. <laughs> okay. All right. You heard okay. it. You're so, it, folks. He'll try better so, next time. Uh, how, how are you feeling about the uh, the sort of history of the Pillar people? We saw Pillar Woman, and we saw that the Pillar people were peaceful at one point in time. Yeah, yeah, but uh, and then he just showed up and was like, "No." He popped up and he was like, "Why not? Why not more?" 
He just wanted, yeah. he wanted, he wanted, he wanted it all. And you can't really fault someone for wanting it all. You know? But, uh, I, I guess they did, and they, yeah. they put him away for a while. Uh, um, it, uh, pillar people, they're alright, I guess. I mean, I, yeah. did we need to know all that? No. Well, so, here, I'll, I'll share my thoughts. Gimme. I'll share my candid thoughts here, now that we're finished Ooh. with Battle Tendency. I don't care about the pillar people. Thank you. Time I wasted. I don't care that much about the pillar men in terms of who they are and what they're up to. I don't find it that interesting. I don't find the stone Wamu. mask. That it, oh, I mean, Wamu is cool. Just for that <laughs> one line. But... I don't find the stone mask terribly compelling. So are we done with the stone mask or what? Or is that shit forever? I mean, well, because I mean, he's in space now, right? Yeah, with yeah, yeah. It? No, no. I mean, like, well, oh, shit. He's in a he crashed down, didn't he? No, 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 no. I, oh, yeah. In terms of pillar men, pillar men are done. All right. Dead cool. and gone. They're completely done. The, the stone, oh, thank you. The stone mask is like, no. no. You, you never see anyone else get turned by a stone mask. All right. If that's what you want to know. So it, this, this is kind of behind us now. Um, yeah. So that the, that's what I'll say. But yeah, Cars gets launched into space because Joseph has the instinct to hold up the red stone of Aja and it blasts them into the fucking stratosphere. And somehow, this is the second thing that I don't have an answer for, is how Joseph's arm skyrockets. Haman. Sure. I mean, I assumed that it was something involving Haman, but... Yeah, arms are just jumping all over the place, choking people throughout this show. And I just roll with it. I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so... uh, you know, cars is in space. He's up there so long that he stops thinking and he's just flying through space forever, but he's not dead. Just frozen, just frozen flying through space forever. And he never returns. Spoiler. He never, ever comes back. Are you fucking with me? No. Cool. Um, and then Joseph dies. Allegedly. And then, so we're back in England, and um, jolly old England. Or, or no, are they in New York? No, they're in New York, and um, stateside, bitch. Yeah, they're in New York, and man, rip! They're at freaking Joseph's funeral. I turned it off there. I never ever watched anything else past then. <laughs> you know, I actually but, did uh, for a second uh, when he died. I was like, wow, damn. Okay, uh, the show had a little like. For a moment, I was really taken aback, and I was just like, damn. I felt some type of way. For JoJo dying. Yeah. But then he didn't. Right. Was it sort of like a... Because you've been a little tough on Joseph. Was it sort of like a you-don't-know-what-you-got-till-it's-gone type situation? Kinda. It was kinda like that. It was like, okay. Like, it was a... It was sort of uh, like I could see his merit. I could see where he would be useful in a fight, you know? Yeah. 
He's yeah. not my JoJo, but he is a Joe star. Sure. So. Yeah, I I think that I yeah I do really like that kind of moment after Cars is gone and the the big JoJo theme like Sonochito Saname like finishes mm-hmm. and Joseph's just sort of like completely exhausted and he's like he's like you know I I I heard that my grandfather died in the Atlantic Ocean like I hate to be a copycat but like. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and he kind of just has this last little moment to himself, and when you think it's really over, but um, that's that's sort of when I was just like, "Oh, damn, okay." But then I remembered yeah. that this has to continue. He hasn't had any kids yet, <laughs> right? So yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That that's like. Well, I mean, to be, I mean, the the fake out death didn't last for very long, so. No, but I no, like instantly in my head I was like, yeah. no, he can't be dead, dummy. Like he has, like there has to be more. There's a lineage thing here, so. Yeah, like. But nor- then it. Uh, no, but then I was wondering like, who's he going to end up with? And that question right. was also answered rather quickly. Yeah, like normally, <laughs> uh, fake out deaths are you know no one really likes fake out deaths that much they, they feel a little cheap but i i do appreciate how the fake out death was handled here just because like it's resolved so quickly and it's done you know for comedic effect like they just kind of yeah. bombard you with all this information like right at the end like you know joseph shows up and it, yeah i mean he's just like uh Oh damn! Like, it's uh, it's been a few weeks, hasn't it? Yeah, this this weird mechanical arm. I hope Stroheim's gonna be able to give me some new uh, some new tricks for it. And uh, but wait, oh no, we're fighting with Germany, so I guess we can't do that. What are you guys so sad about? Whose funeral is this? <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah, I love that he's just like, I heard you were all at a funeral. Like, just <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd no, just stop by with no thought of like who it might be. Like, I'll wait for them to get home. No, I'll just I'll go to the funeral. I'll pop by. Well, who else do they fucking know? He probably knows. Yeah, them. exactly. <laughs> and that's why he was like, oh, shit, Messina, you're here. I assumed you'd be dead is what I thought he would say. Right. Um, but yeah, the shocker. Susie Q comes rolling up. Mm, with mm, her little umbrella mm. how how you feeling about that joseph and Susie q shacking up i i mean i guess because the story had to wrap up and he had to like drop his seed into someone to progress the story along and it was either uh her or his mother who he just met so yeah which i mean was on the table i didn't know if incest was a part of iraqi's jam Who's no. to say? Not a Rocky. Mm, we'll see. Time will tell. That's true. Um, but yeah, so uh, everyone's shocked. Smokey's crying. Everyone's so happy. Joseph's alive. And um, yeah, we get these little breakdowns <clears throat> of kind of what happened to every character. Uh, Lisa Lisa married a screenwriter in 1948. How are you feeling about that? Was it like anyone we know just said a screenwriter Hmm. and she moved to america so they all moved to america so joseph is an american good yeah proud to Um, be an american so uh, whoever is whoever his kid is is going to be american i mean born in america at least um arena Granny Arena, Rip, Rip. 
died in 1950, but she led a a nice life and she was surrounded by her family. True, true. So that was Speedwagon died a bachelor. Yeah, that's what I wrote. Died a single man in uh, 1952 at 89. Yeah, the a a legend is gone, but not but not forgotten. Speedwagon Foundation. Yes. Smokey, like we said. First black mayor of Georgia town, some Georgia town, Georgia. some Georgia town. I love it. Smokey um, Brown and Stroham died on the <clears> battlefield. <throat> um, but blown to bits. Of course. Big reveal. We skyrocket to mm. 1987. Nathaniel, do you know what's important about the year 1987? I have no idea. Tell me. That is the year of our Lord and Savior, Dom Esclavon. That's Whoa. the year I was born, man. That's I've, my bur- Oh, fuck yeah. I, uh. think, I think big things are in store. But yes. I love the 80s. So did you have any kind of like whiplash from suddenly, like in a moment's notice, being whisked ahead that many years to find Joseph as a 69-year-old man in a, First ja- of all, in a Japanese airport? 69 chef's kiss love it um i also enjoyed the uh look of uh jojo i i liked how they aged him up and he seemed a little bit more hardened uh like he had like just lived a long like he had lived a full life you know not necessarily Mm -hmm. um one where he had to like fuck with a lot of people but like he learned as he went along he just—he seems like he's a man of knowledge now, not so much a dickhead like he used to be. Right. But uh, he still hates. I like that he hates the Japanese, and uh, he kicked that kid in the shin. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's. I mean, he. To be fair, he was in a bit of a bad mood because the only context we get mm, is that yes. his only daughter married a Japanese man. And has been living in Japan for 20 years. And for reasons we are not aware of yet, he's going to visit his daughter, but specific, or he says that his grandson doesn't even know his face. Ah. Mm, mm, mm. So he's on his way to Japan to meet his daughter and his grandson for reasons we don't know yet. But... After the credits, you watched after the credits. Was I supposed to? So, after the credits. Yes, I watched after the credits. We turn the clock back to 1983 in the Canary Islands when a small little fishing boat unearths a coffin. Mm. Lost at the bottom of the sea floor for a hundred years. And on that coffin were three letters. Dio. Dio is back, baby. With a vengeance against the Joe Star bloodline. Oh boy. Did you think Dio was gone for good? Of course I did. Why would I ever think that he'd be back? That's why I'm asking you, are you fucking with me when you say Cars is gone? I'm like, okay, Cars is gone. Okay, look, I swear with every fiber of my being that Cars is gone. 
Okay. Okay. All right. Until car, they're, car, in a, car, they're in a junkyard. That, do, you, do you think cars like really holds a candle to Dio? I last week I literally asked. I said that cars is more powerful, right? And you're like, oh yeah, well, for sure. So I can't trust a fucking car. Saying I mean, Ultimate Cars is more powerful than Dio in Phantom Blood. Nathaniel, friendship over. Podcast over. Can't trust you. Okay. Well, but I want to continue watching the show. And, and talking I, about it? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Because if I'm watching the show, I may as well talk about it. Yes, so we'll continue the podcast. <laughs> but, but. And by proxy, I, I suppose our friendship will have to continue. Really for, quick. The chemistry. Sure. But, so after we get the Dio is back reveal, there's one final little thing that we see. Who that, who that boy? We get the, the classic JoJo, uh, like ominous sound effect on the screen and we we dolly in through a dark corridor of cells mm. and in the last cell is a young man a prisoner prisoner of what crime we don't know who is this young man we don't know when will we find out nathaniel can you tell us that Episode one of Stardust Crusaders. Man. So I have been dreaming and waiting for the day that we fight. Jojo is beginning now. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. This is the beginning. I'm here for it. I've been this, waiting to get to Stardust this, Crusaders. This is the beginning of what Jojo is. There's so many things to talk about. And I, I, I've been holding my tongue this long about certain things, and I, I won't let it slip now. We'll, we're going to watch the first three episodes of Stardust Crusaders, and we're going to be back, and there's so much to discuss. I cannot yeah. wait. Hell I cannot yeah. wait. We're, look, <clears throat> if you thought that Phantom Blood was short, and you thought the battle tendency was over too soon, Stardust Crusaders is a journey i'm here for it and an Strap adventure me in. and an adventure let's okay? fucking go that that's that's all i got to, and that's all i got to say about that um but right so uh, i guess you know we discussed a little bit off air over text a few days ago that maybe you want to do a little bit of a uh, a battle tendency post-mortem if you will Mm. Oh yeah, I was thinking about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what? Yes. What did you have in mind? I remember you said something about like, oh be yeah, best I, fights, dude. best Joe bro, etc. Oh, I abandoned that idea. Abandoned it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, after watching the last couple episodes, and I was just like, "There's not enough here." I mean, me to... on, like honestly, if you asked me, like, just like, what's the best fight and who's the best Joe Bro? It's like, okay, well, the only the only Joe Bro to choose from is like Caesar, but to me, Lisa Lisa's way better than oh, more compelling. For, oh, than... you're talking just battle tendency. Oh, are you talking about Phantom Blood too? I thought, you, yeah. Oh, you uh, can you can do them. You can do them both. Well, 
um, if we're just doing uh, battle tendency, then and Lisa Lisa is quote unquote a Joe bro. Well, um, I mean, it. No one would class. I don't think anyone would really classify her as a Joe bro. But if you just want to say favorite character, I mean, like, yeah, I would say I I, I appreciated her the most. I I loved her look and her overall yeah. aesthetic was great. Um, and just the way that she fought was dope. I enjoyed her overall. Mm-hmm. Um. Best fight, I would say, would be the first one between uh, JoJo and Straitso. <clears throat> I agree. I love that. I love that. I thought it kicked off uh, Battle Tendency. It, like, kicked it in a gear, and I just, mm, I wish it held that momentum. And maybe it would have if I hadn't watched, like, three episodes a week. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Well, I, I definitely agree about the Straitso fight. I think that was... That was probably the the strongest fight. Um, it, like just in terms of battle tendency, to me, I think maybe like my favorite moment is probably like the Pillarmen Awakening. <laughs> yeah, Wombu doing dope. his thing. Wombu. That was dope. Yeah, then um, then thick it, zaddies. That just that just brings a smile to my face every time I see it and every time I hear that so- the Awaken theme. Um, yeah, but you know. I I'm and here's a thing that we will definitely have many conversations about, but I don't want to spoil my thoughts yet. But now that we have the teaser for uh, Stardust Crusaders, there is a very real conversation about young Joseph versus old Joseph. Oh, and it's a conversation that I am 100 percent. Uh. Like we will have that conversation. Okay. Will I already have an opinion after watching the first three episodes of Stardust Crusaders? <sighs> I feel like I did. Okay. When, when no, I man, I'm probably watched, in tearing I, I, this shit tonight. Huh? Uh, I'm oh, prob- you're watching yeah. tonight. I might. All right, you're gonna have a long week ahead of you. Like I said, I watch these things like several times. I watch That's the true. dub, the sub. I got to take notes. That's true. Ooh. Uh, Oh man, I'm so excited! I wish I could be there, next to you, <laughs> watching. Like we're doing the show and everything, but like there's certain moments and certain episodes where I wish I could just like be there. Oh, you believe me? I do uh, react. There have been like with the Lisa Lisa reveal, I I was losing it. On I my mean, couch. one <clears throat> I, I can't remember if I've ever said this to you, like, or I don't think I've ever said it on the podcast, but. I love like there's nothing I don't know what in my psychology loves this so much but there's nothing I love more than like like watching YouTube videos of people (laughs) reacting to certain moments in like really and like shows and stuff like that's very interesting I never thought you'd be into that sort of thing I love it it just like brightens my soul like getting to watch a person's reaction to like a very specific moment that did something for me you know what i mean Mm, yeah like just like watching react like reaction compilations to like certain moments and it's just like on loop of like different people reacting to things like i love stuff like that Hmm. so i wit i i yeah but i might have to try that the closest thing i have to that i've there's this guy who does that where he listens to like quote unquote like just classic songs or you know like commercially classic songs that he's never heard mm. 
Yeah, and you see him listening to like just bangers. So that's that's the nearest thing I have to it. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Um <clears throat> but so in terms of the first 3 episodes, the only thing that I'll say is that try try and try and watch i i know for sure there's a stinger at the end of episode three so i mean just in general try and watch like cover to cover for like the first okay. three just to make sure you don't miss anything because there's like new openings and new endings and stuff oh hell yeah and so i, I want to be able to talk about um all that because was there uh any reason they threw in like all the extra sound effects in the opening yeah, for i i was gonna say i forgot to mention that <clears throat> i don't I don't know, but I noticed that too. Hmm. Um, okay. I, I, I really don't know why they did that. I, I can't Yeah, it took me by surprise. But um, yeah, I, I'm super excited to talk about the new opening and the new ending. But yeah, I won't, I won't give my, my thoughts on it yet. But All right, man. Um, I'm excited to hear him. All, all right. Well, the only thing I have left on my notes is we have this uh, Joseph Joestar profile. Yes. Let's so, hear it. Yeah, we we did Caesar and we did Lisa Lisa. So, um, yeah. So this ca- this profile comes. The, these were all f- all three of those character profiles were from like, um, like episode. I mean, in terms of the manga, like chapters and chapters ago. So th- these were done quite a while ago in terms of the run of Battle Tendency. But so Joseph Joestar was born September twenty seventh, nineteen twenty. Born in London, England. Eighteen years old. He's 195. Uh, huh? 19. Okay. 19, you say? Well, it's 1939 when the story, uh, when Battle Tendency ends. So she's 19. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Continue? Sure. Um. So blah, blah, blah. Blood type B. Family, parents dead, raised by his grandmother, Rena Joestar. So this was written before the Lisa Lisa reveal. One of his parents is dead. Uh, schooling, he graduated high school. Uh, record, in prison seven times for fighting, expelled once. Ho- his hobby is comic collecting. Hell yeah. Um, girlfriend, not at the moment, but very picky. Her smarts don't matter if she's cute. Obviously. Hint, hint, hint Susie yeah. Q. Jesus. Um <laughs> fa- favorite, fruit, favorite food. There's two listed here. Do you want to take shot in the dark uh bangers and mash (laughs) uh fried chicken and chewing gum what ew like together uh there's a comma in between both that's that's all i that's all All i have uh favorite color you want to take a crack at it red marine blue fuck off (laughs) favorite dog or favorite animal dog okay uh oh okay what does that mean dog least favorite animal moose cows because they slobber dude i was so close i said moose i cows go moo it's pretty moose fucking close. Is called moose. Okay, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um. So his aspira- his aspiration is to become a pilot. Ah, well, he did that. So Check that off the bucket bit. list. Um. And then it says his favorite actor is Jean Gabin. Never heard of him. Hmm. Um. 
Well, uh, so I, I guess I, I how you is know, your I favorite animal dog? Huh? There's like several subspecies of dog. Your favorite animal just can't be dog. He likes them all. All right. Um. Well, I, I so I guess the the last thing I don't know if you had anything to say about them necessarily, but I did send you some Joseph Joestar videos. Did you have anything? Any comments? Um, I ha I had to edit them heavily, so yeah, no, I don't, I, I don't I, know if there was. I greatly there. appreciate that. No, no, no. It it kind of just reaffirmed what I had already thought. Um, for listeners at home, he edited down like why people love Joseph Joestar, why people hate Joseph Joestar, and the many shades of yeah. Joseph and, and, Joestar. And just to just to say, like, um, if if pe people who aren't aware of like uh, in people who don't watch jojo or have never seen jojo videos um this guy who did these videos his channel is caleb ia is his channel name but of course i would recommend against watching any of his videos uh just because Oof. you'll get you'll get spoiled damn like instantly wow why are like you throwing so much shade why are you saying telling people Definitely. to stay away from this channel Definitely, watch. I mean, that's the problem with JoJo YouTubers is like you can't really watch it. And I mean, you can if you have a freaking spoiler death wish Ooh. and you just want to get everything spoiled for you. But it's like <clears throat> it's hard to really appreciate all like the wealth of like I've just been binging like all these different JoJo videos mm. um, over the past like week or so. And it's a lot of fun. But yeah, unfortunately, you just kind of got to wait. You know, the dumbest, nerdiest most ridiculous movie i could think of is like a body swap thing for you and me because all we do is the same thing where we kind of just go to work and we come home and we watch our videos on youtube but mine are completely 100 percent like comic book related and yours mm. i'm assuming are all manga so it, we would just be completely lost in each other's worlds for like a it just we would be fucking each other's algorithms up on youtube yeah yeah it would just be a clusterfuck well, I hope I hope someday someone write it. You'll you'll be searching up on YouTube. Uh, some videos. shits already started creeping in because of a gif. Like I tried to search that gif for Caesar and uh, and because Google's connected to everything, I got, I had some JoJo shit creeping in. I had to get rid of it. I didn't want to be spoiled. <sighs> yeah, be fucking careful, man. Stars Crusaders is a nasty one. You don't want to don't want to get anything spoiled there. Mm. Um. So, yeah, but um, those Caleb by videos, I, I thought though he's kind of not many people. Like I kind of said earlier, like not many people have like really in depth, like multiple in depth Joseph videos. So, I definitely appreciate him for doing the Lord's work there and like putting in time to make young Joseph videos. Um, I a lot of the stuff I cut out is. You know, I mean, clearly his character continues existing after Battle Tendency, so there is material Which there. I didn't, I mean, I knew, like, okay, I had hoped that he would continue, but I didn't know that he would be such a prominent figure like I am now assuming him to be. Mm. Yeah, because I didn't know that he was just going to be fucking there, you know? I kind of thought that he was going to be a bridgeway to the next uh story but 
now he's like in the mix. All right, all right, I, all right. I mean, did I did I say he was in the mix? I just we'll say, said, hey, hey. I said, there's I enough. Said, I there's said enough. old Joseph is a thing. Clearly, we saw that at the end of Battle Tendency. Like, I don't have any real feelings one way or the other about Granny Arena. Mm -hmm. But you're telling me I'm going to have feelings one way or another about old JoJo, which leads well, but, me to believe. But gra Granny Arena, uh, hey. okay, I, under I understand what you're saying, but Granny Arena is like such a side character. And she was, that's she was what like, I mean. always a side character. I mean, Joseph was the main character of Battle Tendency. He's not like... Mm as insignificant as granny arena like who has strong feelings about granny arena i have no idea nathaniel i'm just okay. I'm, I'm talking man um but okay i mean i get what you're saying i mean the fact that i had to edit stuff out of joseph videos i mean it tells isn't, me isn't that enough yes that's what i'm saying it tells me that he has a larger part than i had imagined that's what i was saying okay well, I mean, you're about to go watch these episodes potentially, so yes, man, Taryn and these bitches. I mean, now I'm just gonna have nightmares that you're gonna come back and be like, not feeling it, man. I mean, that's and I'm just the gonna risk. go hang myself if if this if this happens. Should we not forget how you reacted to Demon Slayer only weeks ago? I was the my beloved. My beloved was, Demon Slayer. I, I was neutral to modern. You were neutral modern. at best. And look, man. I mean, okay, so far Demon so far, I'm enjoying JoJo. But it's not 100% my cup of tea. I'm waiting to find that like moment. I'm waiting. And now that we're at Stardust Crusaders, maybe that moment will be now. Maybe it won't. We'll see. I am on a journey. Let me be on that journey, Nathaniel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me ride. Yeah, be on know? the journey. Let me be on this bizarre adventure, my dude. That's all I could ever ask for. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, when we return next week, uh, I'm very excited because we will get to hear Dom's first thoughts on the first three episodes of Stardust Crusaders. Damn, that kind of makes me feel like I can't tweet about it now. I, yeah, I don't. I don't want to be spoiled mm. as to what you think. I could just like delete Twitter for a week. So that'll make you feel better. No, nah, I need you posting. I need you posting. And yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if we're like in the middle of the week next week and you're like, I got to keep going, maybe we'll call and call an audible and just uh, record in the middle of the week. All right, yeah, I could do that. We'll just be doing double episodes. Fuck it. To to get you through Stardust Crusaders. I'm all about it. Um But yeah, I'm thrilled we're entering the modern day ish. Yeah. Ni 1987, baby. Um, That's when it all started. Yeah. I've actually been uh, for the past like week or so or two, I've been so excited that we're moving on to stars crusaders that i've just been like what i've i've been like hopping around like not the whole thing but just like the first couple episodes oh yeah just to like little things and little moments and i'm like yeah because <laughs> i'm just i'm just i'm hyped well good i'm excited I'm to hyped. see what you're so excited about that's part of well this. Uh, okay well, no no I, that's part I'm of the too 
Yeah, like I, I, I I'm is... very curious to know like what moments you're talking about. So when we get there, please share those with me. Sure. I mean, it's also like a scary thing too when you talk highly about other things with people. You know? Believe me, Nathaniel. I know I talk to you highly about a number of things that you refuse to watch. Yet here I am watching JoJo. So, yeah, I yeah. I, I feel confident about about the show moving forward <laughs> but um yeah i guess only time will tell and i'm I, i'm i'm i personally am looking forward to it greatly so um i guess that's gonna leave it for the very special spooky battle tendency finale uh do you have anything else you want to say uh no just uh thanks everyone for listening uh appreciate everyone uh, checking out our show and there's plenty more to come definitely we'll see everyone next week for the beginning of stardust crusaders you can follow us on twitter at wasteland tv and uh, we'll see you next time thanks later